What? I don't know. Just had to reorganize my desk, man. Oh, reorganize. Got the it. Energy cast. Are we, where we have. That was a rather thinly veiled parody. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's not da, like da, every da, time da, I try to. <laughs> like under pressure like... and uh fucking ice ice baby no you don't understand <laughs> da, 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 the da, da, notes da. there's one extra note it's not that every time i try to make noises with my mouth the uh battlefield sound comes yeah. out i'm sorry i and came just in giving a an, an important speech and <laughs> just all of a sudden the timber of his voice starts shifting <laughs> i'm sorry i are, are we, Sorry, what were we saying, Lucas? Are we high energy today? Is that the bit? It's the energy cast. Fuck yeah! yeah. Whoa! Today. What does that mean? It means that energy cast is making making a push to be the title of episode 111 of Voluntary Viewing, recorded on September 6th, 2020. Today on the energy cast, we got a man who's High kicks put Jack Black to shame. Ryan Holtz. Oh, man. It's episode 111, everybody. Make a wish. Also, I did do a high kick once uh, backstage in the sixth grade musical that we put on. And my microphone uh, thingamajig, mm-hmm. the, the transmitter or whatever that hooks into your pocket, fell out and broke. Mm. And the musical director yelled at me a lot. And said, what the fuck were you doing, basically? And I was like, I was doing a high kick, man. I don't know what you want from me. And he was like, well, don't do that anymore. And I was like, yeah. I, I can learn from my mistakes, but, like, cut me some slack. I was having fun jamming out to the music because you were putting on a good musical and I did a high kick. Fuck off. I am 11. Do you want me to in, to be high energy and into this or not? You're putting out some yeah. low energy vibes right now, bud. I am the fucking court jester in The Princess and the Pea. Uh, so think twice. Without me, you're nothing. Think twice before you talk to me like that. Next year, I'm going to be the big bad wolf in the big bad musical. So maybe you should think twice. Musical directors come and go, but talent is forever. <laughs> hey, reference. We'll get there. Also... Also, I had one of the most embarrassing moments of my entire life with that same musical director the very next year where we were doing a sound check and he was having me do my seventh sound check that day and I was running out of things to say and my brain was like, make a joke out of it, make him laugh, like that's what it's all about. <laughs> and so I said, ah, oh, this is getting real, like check one, two, one, two, check one, two, this is getting really annoying, one, two, and Oh boy, was it nuclear. <laughs> he went off. And deservedly so. I was being a little shit. I was just trying to get everyone to laugh and have fun because we'd been doing this fucking sound check for 20 minutes. And uh, yeah, he was like, Don't you appreciate the effort that we're all we're trying to do back here is make you sound good? Like, what, what do you not understand about that? And it was just, oh boy, just getting reamed out in front of everyone, huh? little seventh grade piece of shit me 
Thought he was a big check deal. Check one, two. Check one, two. This didn't go how I expected. <laughs> yeah. Check one, two. And then that same musical... God, I have so many stories from this fucking guy. <laughs> that same musical director, the last show in seventh grade, I, I was really, really sick, probably like constipated or something. Mm-hmm. And I could barely like make it to the like backstage to get my makeup done. And so as he was putting on the makeup, he gave me this crazy pep talk about like, you know what happens like on stage it's a well-documented thing that you know when your back's against the wall you're really just you come out swinging and this is probably going to be your best performance like just like a fucking this is what this is the one that's going to get you made kid a pep talk and a half if there ever was one suffer for your art yeah and it was pretty good i believe i don't know i don't remember (laughs) i think there's a video somewhere (laughs) What's the second intro? <laughs> also on the podcast today, we have a man who lives to be in the high energy shit from years of catering experience. Andrew Clark. Hey, I'm high energy thinking about reinventing myself. I'm going to wear long coats, maybe grow a beard. <laughs> Diabolical is going to be my new catchphrase for some reason. <laughs> Oi, man. <laughs> Shut up, you dumb Shut bird. Your... <laughs> Shut your trap, you dumb bird. Else I'll bollocks. That's pretty good. <laughs> so fucking yeah. fun. Porn parody of the boys gets four stars out of five. God, it, how did... How do you think they cast the people playing those parody roles? The porn parody roles or the Lifetime movie parody roles? Uh, the porn parody roles. Uh, well, um, ah. Like, actually, in the series. Yeah, the Lifetime movie yes. parody. I'm imagining it's just the same. <laughs> if someone made a porn parody, they they would just <laughs> grab those actors that played them in the porn parody. Hey, you guys no finally idea. want to get your SAG cards? Do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and lastly on the podcast is a guy chugging a White Claw right now so he can fake being high energy. It's me, ya boy, Lucas DeRyder. Hey, yes. Lucas, uh, you know, maybe maybe you shouldn't be chugging that White Claw. Maybe you have a drinking problem. Would you like a Fresca? <laughs> so it... Mm, I, it is how deeply am I supposed to read into the presence of Fresca in this series? Is it just we'll, we'll see? Is it just because the deep is a fucking tool and drinks Fresca, or is it tying into the larger like corporations are fundamentally terrible? Because as we learned in this season, Vought was founded by a Nazi, as was Fresca. Fresca's. It was definitely product placement, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Just so you know, like they, well, they absolutely I, just paid for that. I I kind of thought that it was more of like a like well the the fresca is definitely not a deep thing. Yeah, it's like a cult the thing. Deep. And like yeah, it's it's the cult members for some reason like drinking fresca. Yeah, it's like um, and I I would I would love if that like somehow became like part of the bigger picture. <laughs> well, it's like um what's it called uh, Juggalos? How they love Fago. Nah. Fago. Yeah, like just yeah I, I think it's just because fresco is like. just a it's such a inferior soda. <laughs> such a milk toast fucking and soda think, 
<laughs> I think that's what makes it funny. Yeah. And yeah, like it's product placement. But Same like, with the LaCroix on, that's fucking funny. prominently displayed in the fridge yeah. when uh, fucking Homelander's going for Chugging that milk. Gross milk. <laughs> it, do we just want to get into the group chat, our reactions to the first three episodes of season two of The Boys? Boys cast. Boys cast. Oh. The boys are back in town. Whoa. I am the first person to ever say that in relation to this show. Yeah. Ever. They've never put that in the marketing material. Is that the one song license they weren't able to get? Yeah. That's two on the nose. <laughs> they, they, gotta, they gotta have like seven Billy Joel songs. You can't. And a music video, which, holy fuck, Amazon is just throwing money around if they're getting the music videos in this shit. I mean, why wouldn't they, honestly? They're Amazon. Right? Just fucking throw money at it. Make a fucking giant practical effect whale and then <laughs> blow it up. <laughs> See, like... <laughs> so, like, the the thing is, when Huey's, you know, he keeps watching that music video. I didn't know what the fuck it was. But, you know, then he calls starlight and is like hey you know that music video with billy joel and you know blah 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 blah. if someone left me a message like that i'd be like i don't know what the fuck that is what do you what no what he explains the music right. video like seconds no, after i, I know but it. i know but also like did you really not so know what that obscure. music video was all about like it's clearly well, no, course, a dude like, on a bridge about to jump telegraph. and then billy joel you know, is like things are music cool video, i know what it is but i had never fucking seen that no. before or heard the song because you're not a billy joel fan you're not a jolie or whatever the fuck a jolie yeah i mean i haven't either I, i've listened to some hey what's billy up jolies it's your boy billy back up in here billy butcher um. is that a connection <laughs> I woke up in a Henry fucking Cicero, or a Tony fucking Cicero's. I, it, Writing in crayon. So, God, where do we even fucking start with this? Um, what, mm, what What? was your guys' biggest reaction from these first three episodes? What, what was your oh fuck moment? Uh... Well, that when Rainer got her fucking head blown <laughs> off, that was that was an oh fuck moment. Yeah, and we, I, 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 I was struck by how consistent in tone they were able to be, especially with such a long hiatus. I thought that it was since I literally like watched the end of season one straight into season two, it really like struck me that I was like, wow, they are just absolutely picking up one hundred percent where they left off, and. Uh, I was a little surprised that, like, Starlight isn't going to be a boy for a while, at least. Right. Like, it seemed like they were leading to that at the end of the season, but I guess it also makes sense that since she stayed behind and was kind of, like, covering and saying that, uh, A-Train's down and all that stuff, that she's gonna have to keep up the facade I guess, for who knows how long. I mean, I guess that does get to kind of what I think is a bigger theme of this season so far. All of the members of the set, well, a lot of the members of the seven have really solid motivations for leaving the company. But yeah, especially Black Noir, man, he was broken up. Yeah, yeah, he just <laughs> just seen him crying on the floor. Was he? Cr- I thought he was laughing. He was crying. No, no, yeah, he was sobbing. Yeah. 
and and some someone His else on the subreddit thought that same thing, and then uh, someone else responded to it saying, "If you turn on the subtitles, it def- he's definitely crying." So I don't know. Some people definitely yeah. perceived it as laughing, but no, I, he was I, he was crying. What? What's up with Black right? Noir? Because his he seems like so sensitive most of the time, despite being like just a hardened murderer. Yeah, don't don't read the into any of the comic stuff, which we've diverted enough, but right. it will give you a bit of a yeah. perspective. Oh, Ryan, you didn't sure. go down the wiki hole, did you? No, not the wiki hole. Okay. But I've heard some bits from the subreddit, mm-hmm. people talking about the comics and everything. Yeah. So, not- but yeah. His his reaction <laughs> when he shows up at the scene with the whale and the boat, and he's just kind of like, "Whoa!" <laughs> he's, like, he's like heartbroken. Yeah, he's like, like, "Oh shit! God damn it! <laughs> Fuck is this?" But but even like the intro to the show, like he's just carrying that man's head. Yeah, and walks past. I assume his son, and just like he's playing with the bunny. He's like, "Oh look look at here look here not at the head." <laughs> Everything's cool. <laughs> I did like how the show took the time to depict that um, that guy. I, I forget what his uh, name was. Um, Captain in whatever language that was. Um, ab- Nikib. Yes, Nikib absolutely saw himself as a superhero. Yeah, like that. Yeah, they're they're yeah. branding mm-hmm. and merchandising. And it's like I need a catchphrase, yeah. and they're like, "What about this?" It's like, ah, not. Mm, no. What about? Burn in truth. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Free, the line between freedom fighter and terrorist. Hey, it's uh, it's yeah, so fucking blurry. Then, there's no line. And you know, Kimiko's brother, like you know what? I know that shining light killed our parents and like fuck them, but also like I've seen America now. <laughs> you know, I kind of get it. <laughs> I, well, he yeah. he absolutely just wanted to kill Homelander. And, like, credit to him, if I all of a sudden had really good telekinesis, like, I'd take a shot, but no, he... I would not. Uh, <laughs> Every yeah. single superhero is terrified of him. Like, <laughs> I think that shows that, no, this, this man is unbeatable, yeah. like... I mean, the, the only one that doesn't seem to be intimidated by him is Stormfront, which, you know, definitely makes sense story-wise in terms of where I think things are going to be yeah. going. Um, and Mr. Edgar, but that's for... Right. Just well, because yeah, Mr. Edgar right. feels secure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he became unhinged, you know Mr. Edgar would be his first target. What? Yeah. So Do we, uh, we want to get into the Stormfront stuff so far or the Homelander stuff next? Doesn't matter to me. Um, if I can say uh, Homelander for a little later. Um, so Stormfront, a lot of what's going on with Vought, and I'm definitely not the first person to make this observation, like a lot of them feels like this is companies like immediately after 9-11 kind of where very like patriotic and very like, yeah, this company close to God, yada, 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 still buy our stuff. She being, like, the bad, woke corporations insert character, like, it really feels like that's making this all a little more modern to me, and I really dig that, and, yeah, of course she'd be a crazy, fucked-up racist, because, hey, corporations that are still doing woke shit are still 
profit are still making a lot of their products in the third world countries and not paying people enough and exploiting that labor and all that jazz. So really cool to see the show tackling that element. To me, it was it was an act. Mm-hmm. I always perceived it as a bit of like, even from the beginning before she was revealed to be like a villain, it was always mm-hmm. seemed like this is her bit, like this is right. her marketing. Yeah, this is her, it's her character. Like when you yeah. when you when she's introduced, she's on Instagram and there's like a million viewers. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was immediately apparent that like no, this this is it's not necessarily reflecting her actual opinions. This is how she markets herself, and Mister Edgar being the savvy. CEO that he is brings her in for that exact purpose like right. so that yeah. they can because they can kind of like talk out both sides of their mouth like making fun of themselves while also like have just the, continuing to do whatever the fuck they want mm-hmm. have their cake and eat it too and, yeah. and having you know Stormfront as basically Edgar's agent in the seven and I assume that you know the the destruction of that you know apartment building and killing all those people was you know, part of Edgar's orders to, you know, hey guys, look at what the terrorists did. Now, you know, look, we saved the day and, you know, Stormfront's going to be, you know, front and center for that. So. I think you might be giving uh, Edgar as a character a little too much credit. I think that was just her. No, I, I I think that was his plan. Like when he saw that the, the terrorist was in the United States and, you know, I think that's why she killed him and blew up that apartment was because he, you know, know, Edgar is basically Stormfront's handler in life. They haven't had a scene together, really. Yeah, they haven't. But she was she was brought on specifically because Edgar wanted her there. Did we? Right. I don't think that I want to say that she was brought on before the domestic terrorist thing became the thing. No, but like I, I but she was brought on by edgar because he wanted you know more insight into the seven and more control in there that's what i read right, from that. sure i agree with that but i mean yeah. her, her attack on the apartment complex was definitely motivated by her racism like i right? thought yeah, yeah okay, that, just making sure you too. acknowledge that <laughs> yeah no definitely i think that's why she was like totally cool with it but i think that it was an angle that edgar they, they couldn't have known do. that like it was they were going to come up in an affordable housing unit and stuff like there's no way they could have possibly planned that. It was just no, but I, I think that he probably said to her like, "Yeah, cause some damage, make it look like the the you know terrorist did it." I don't know. Get the public back on our side. It seems super convenient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. That would almost be bad writing. I don't disagree that it's a possibility, but to me, that would be bad writing to like allow the characters to somehow know exactly, you know what how this was all going to go down like for all they knew they were going to catch him in the sewers you know and they would just have to either kill him or bring him in there like so sure i don't know but i don't know i think that was the the angle that he was going for because like in that shot in the boardroom where they're like what do we do do we deny do we you know open up and you know whatever and he was looking at the the picture of the terrorist and he's like no we're not doing either I think, you know, from there, his angle was we're going to get the public back on our side by making them so afraid of these terrorists and, like, reaffirming that we're the only ones that can stop them. I'm sorry. I think you mean super villains? Yeah. Super villains. <laughs> God damn it. That fucking, the what's it called, focus group. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of super terrorist? 
I don't like yeah. it. I want to. I want to lock my doors and stay inside. Like, well, that'll be great for the fucking box office. <laughs> what about super villain? I, that's exciting. <laughs> it's exotic. <laughs> so, I it. Normally, I would say in a show that it's kind of bad writing if you just have the obvious antagonist also be, like, a racist, also be ableist, just to, like, really pile on reasons for the viewer to dislike them. It is really (laughs) appropriate for Homelander, though. (laughs) Yeah. That that scene? That's... (laughs) You fucking... Makes him not a superhero anymore. I, no, I hated that. I fucking hated it. Like that, it was not it was, funny. It was a little like, was, holy fuck, right? This is so Homelander, it hurts. I don't. Like, you no, know, no, exactly. Like I knew, I knew what was. I didn't know he was going to do. No, that. I didn't know he was going to do. I knew he was going to be mad. Right. I didn't think he was yeah. going to just instantly make him no longer a superhero. Fuck. <sighs> and it. <laughs> and you can. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think that was funny. I thought that was just super. No, fun. I it I, I'm with I agree with you, Andrew, but I'm with Ryan at this one. I have no idea how to react with this, so I can only laugh. Like, yeah, yeah. How can you not be just like so incredulously like, holy fuck, dude, <laughs> Homelander's on some next level shit. Like, he's even using the correct terms and shit <laughs> all the way up until he boxes his ears yeah. to the point that he basically explodes his eardrums, like holy shit he's literally using like yeah wow differently abled like that's really cool really bad (laughs) boom (laughs) fuck man and like you can fuck it really in these first three episodes you can really see the gears turning in his head where he is (sighs) he he totally buys into his own hype where yes i am like the perfect human specimen because of fucking nazi designed me to be the ubermensch so like anyone not like me is bad whether they be disabled or of a different race or fucking speak spanish instead of english and yeah that that was another thing they're like what what are you doing they're like oh on mondays we speak spanish for breakfast he's like what the fuck (laughs) he's like that's not okay this is america yeah, I really like that. Uh, I liked all the subtle... So for me personally, I'm sure you guys are aware of it too, like the whole Stormfront mm-hmm. being like one of the most famous Nazi websites. Mm-hmm. I was kind of immediately oh, yeah. like, mm, okay. And then she dropped like some of those golden hints of like, your eyes are so blue. And like, um, mm. when, oh, when A-Train showed up to their presser and she didn't stand up for him. And he said very pointedly, like, oh, yeah, no, that's okay. Don't stand up or whatever. Like, there was, there was a lot of, like, mm-hmm. little hints. And I was, like, sitting there, like, oh, absolutely. This is about to. And then the minute that she was the one to find Kimiko and her brother, I was like, yep, here we go. This is the reveal. Some bad shit's about to happen. And I'm just hoping it's not Kimiko. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the whole, the whole time, like, after they introduced her, I'm like, Stormfront, Stormfront. That sounds... That sounds familiar. I'm like, where have I heard that name before? And then she starts letting the slurs fly. I'm like, yep, there it is. Now I remember. <laughs> the website. <laughs> Nazi website. Yeah. Um. They, they, they have to find a way to delineate the genuine villains from the, like, anti-hero protagonists. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 
They just make them completely unrootable. There was a yeah, really like some of these people. There was a hearty debate in the subreddit about whether or not it's okay to cosplay as Stormfront. Uh, <laughs> it was a little <laughs> yikes. Because she's a white supremacist. Yeah, because she's literally and... a Nazi. So like, you're not being cute by right. Yeah. Then they're like, but what if you just like the outfit? And then they're like, okay. What if you just like, like the Nazi under- uniform? <laughs> Her undercut's so cute. And it's like, yeah, but <laughs> she's a Nazi. Yep. Um, we haven't actually talked a lot about the boys so far in uh, these first three episodes of the boys. Uh, they are not doing great. Well, no. I don't think they could be expected yeah, to do great. Yeah, have they ever done great? <laughs> when were the boys ever, like, a united front, like, getting shit done? Well, when they killed Translucent. They were what united from. <laughs> they came First to- of all, Mother's Milk wasn't even there. They came together on that one. Second of all, Translucent literally was like this fucking close to getting out of there without uh, escaping with his life or whatever. Um, so they are, I, I think, more so than any other point in the show. Like, these are a group of characters with very diverging motivations. And that I, I can't wait to see all of that come to a head. And calling it now, I think Billy Butcher is maybe going to slip into more of an antagonistic role as this goes on. I think that was what they were going for early on. And then he had kind of the, you know, forced change of heart. So I think they might be steering yeah. him back more towards the, you know, anti-hero uh love love to hate him still like heroic type dude but yeah i think yeah it definitely seemed like they were going for a little bit towards the yeah no he's just an asshole i think they were yeah we're trying to pull him out of the tailspin with when he rescued huey from mm-hmm. starlight who was going to kill huey by the way i, like, yeah, I don't know if they're gonna bring that up in the future but like she she was absolutely like on the verge of just actually killing huey well she had a literal gun to her head a metaphorical sure. literal gun to her head. Yeah. Sure, but how is that not going <laughs> to fuck you up at least a little bit? Like, if you're Huey. Yeah, because 20 minutes earlier, he's like, you're my second wind. And it's like, you're all I need. And, like, you're the reason for me to keep living. And then, like, you know, immediately after, like, some dude's shouting at her to kill him. And and she was going to do it. Yeah. She was absolutely going to do it. And then Billy... Mr. Butcher. Billy the Butcher. I mean, basically he saved Huey by just taking handcuffs off of another dude. (laughs) It was enough. Yeah. Um, Well, and he knew that, I I think he must have known that he had some sort of protection from Homelander based on their deal with um, uh, Becca. It seems like there must have been like a let him live and then you can be a dad. That's the sacrifice. Also, I didn't realize uh, at first, but then someone pointed out on the subreddit that when she like went for that crazy like high stakes drive and everything, I thought that she was driving like up to a military base. She was driving to the edge of like the Truman Show thing. Yeah, that I didn't was, realize that. Yeah, that's what their deal. Oh, is. yeah, she's she's living in oh, like I a did. Truman Show bubble mm-hmm. put on by Vought and like you know to raise uh, and Ryan and that's perfectly. Why he. That's why he doesn't know anybody. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's why he doesn't like, okay. have any friends. I didn't. I, I I kind of thought that was the same yeah. thing. I thought she was driving to a Vought lab. Yeah, the subreddit had to kind of 
spell that out a little bit more for me personally. But yeah, I totally, I get it now. That's why he's like driving off to piano lessons and all that shit mm-hmm. because it's it's they're doing the opposite of what um, Doctor What's His Nuts said to Homelander, where like a boy needs to be raised by his mother and yada yada. I, so, so. I, speaking of Becca, like what? What are where, where where is she at right now? Because it kind of doesn't seem like she wants to be with Billy or isn't like totally not cool with her current situation until Homelander showed up. I mean, oh, I think well, she absolutely is hinted as still wanting to be with Billy. They they have she has her secret drawer full of all of the. Huh? paraphernalia and everything and yeah i and she she literally like let a monster help raise her kid so that like billy could live i i, I think very much that yeah that's still her motivation and, like just she she didn't situation. have an option because like she's there to you know one like raise the child but also like keep her safe from homelander yeah because homelander would have just fucking killed her and and billy I- yeah how much does any of this even matter now that I think about it since Homelander just kind of fucked that all up on his own? Yeah, but I mean, if she, if she wasn't under constant surveillance, right. you can't tell me that, like, Homelander wouldn't have already just fucking lasered her immediately and tried to raise the kid as a single dad. <laughs> like, come on. Or, Homelander it, kills anyone for the smallest inconvenience. Like, I don't... If it helps him even, like, one iota... He kills you. I don't think he even wants to raise that kid. He just wants a source of unconditional love, which he sees as coming from either a mom or a kid. Well, yeah, he he doesn't know how to raise a kid, and he doesn't really have interest in doing it. That's why he's like, yeah, no, use your powers. Go. Yeah. Do the thing. That was so... <laughs> he just pushes him yeah. off the house. I mean, like, he broke his neck, right? Like, no. He's a superhero. Oh. Well I, well, I know, but then, like, so he healed quickly? No, I, I, so. I, I thought that he, hurt. like, sustained injuries that would have killed somebody and then just healed very quickly. It was, like, 20 feet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> People fall off. Well, yeah, but he got pushed by his fucking Superman. It was a one and a half He didn't, he didn't like, house. super shove him. He did, like, a just a playful dad shove. A normal man dad shove. Deep end of the pool, son. <laughs> no. Here you go. Yeah, a normal it's... man dad shove off the house. <laughs> that, that kind of dad shove. Fucking, that face plant was so good. <laughs> Comedically, just pulls out to the wide shot and just this little kid. He's just, like, no, Pop! he's fine. Hey, he's fine. <laughs> he was right. Like, <laughs> and we we probably should have trusted him because yeah, like the whole glowing eyes at the end of season one. Like, he's very yeah. clearly a superhero kid, mm-hmm. and and Vought also knows it because that's why they're raising him in the bubble and everything. Like. So he was he was right that he was going to be fine. Doesn't mean it's not going to fuck up the kid psychologically. Right. <laughs> that his weird superhero dad pushed him off the roof to try to get him to use his superpowers. Oh god, that fucking that fucking scene when Homelander asks his kid to say I love you back. Just yeah. <laughs> shit. Oh man. That's a classic. Not cool. <laughs> Um, it's so good, man. Fuck me. Just use your powers. It throws the fucking baseball just yeah. into orbit. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, you can. You literally can. I know you can. 
No, you don't. Yeah, you do. Come on, that kid's that kid's. We all know. I mean, he when he shoved Homelander, he used his powers. Mm. He, he sent Homelander down. Like that. That's not, you know, normal man's strength. Right. He definitely he's got it. Mm. It's just under wraps. <sighs> Hasn't used it yet, and pro- maybe will. Maybe that'll be the, the way to take down Homelander is to use his own, his own thing. There's been a lot of fan speculation about homelander's origins and like if he was basically created using compound v rather than taking existing human dna oh. and adding compound v like compound v is somehow like almost like uh like a designer biological baby. yeah like they've yeah. chosen traits that they want for homelander so that's why him like reproducing was considered impossible because like the other superheroes have kids and we don't really know whether or not they have superpowers but you know, I kind of thought really it was canon. maybe because he was like an earlier iteration. Because like Homelander's supposed to be a lot older than he looks, uh, right? I don't, I don't really think dive so. into it. Yeah, I don't think okay. they necessarily dive into it. I don't know if he's there. There is one who's going to be in season three, and he's played by what's his name, um, who they talk about the first Soldier yeah, Boy. Soldier Boy, yeah. He's going to come up in season three, and that one is definitely like the first gen. I, I think it, the speculation is definitely that you know. He, he was kind of created using a different process and in a way that the scientists who made him basically assumed that he would be incompatible with normal human DNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So I, I assume that like on the early versions, you know, kind of like Soldier Boy was basically just a Captain America where they took an adult human and infused them with compound B, V and gave them superpowers. Whereas like maybe... Like, Homelander was created with Compound V because he was given it in vitro? Yeah. Or in utero, I mean? Like, Oh, I was thinking it was in vitro. It wasn't even, like, Mm -hmm. human. Like, we're talking test tube baby is what I was picturing. So... Yeah, I'm just just trying to figure out what that process was. Literally, I... I don't know. With the themes they have going on, I would assume, like, literally bred to be the perfect human organism. Yeah. Yeah. Designer baby, they choose. Well, he'll, he'll well, be able to fly. I mean, again, Nazis, mm-hmm. literal Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Also, people debating over whether who was the worst villain, because like Homelander's super petty and will literally kill you for any like complete sociopath, psychopath. Like, if you inconvenience him in even the slightest, he'll kill you. If it benefits him in even the slightest, he'll kill you. But like, is it almost worse with Stormfront, who will? Probably do the same, but also, like, indiscriminately kill just because of, like, an aspect of who you are, which we haven't necessarily seen from Homelander yet. Like, I mean, we know that Homelander is, like, at least ableist. and He didn't kill what's-his-name. I know. <laughs> I don't really know why he didn't. <laughs> because it, it would have inconvenienced him even more if he would have killed him. Like, it, it would have been more of a headache for him to deal with. Whereas, yeah, you would assume Stormfront... Probably would have just actually killed him because he was Asian and everything. Like, and it would have so like her, like for enjoyment. Yeah, fair. So like, Homelander is an elitist. Yeah, Stormfront is an actual racist. Stormfront will well, will kill because of their, her elitism. Like, Homelander almost needs human beings who are inferior to him because that's what makes mm-hmm. him superior. Like, 
I, I think he, he doesn't want to cleanse human beings. He w- he will kill any human that gets in his way. He just wants to be better. Yeah, than he them. wants to be better. He wants to feel superior. And if you if you cross him in even the slightest way, he'll kill you just for fun. Like, but he's not explicitly like seeking out people to murder because of you know the way they are. I, my kind of read on Homelander is that he 100 100% buys the idea that he is perfect human specimen and like yeah he is fucking indestructible superman so anything not like him is bad and that creates the paradox of well if i'm perfect why does nobody love me and like he gets close this season like he has moments where like the wires almost connect but like he can't fully realize oh it's because i'm an asshole like me thinking I'm better than everybody Everyone else, what makes him, me though. an asshole? Everyone who doesn't know him loves him, though, is the problem. Any any human being who does not literally work for Vought absolutely adores Homelander. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the problem. They even bring it up. Like, if you go to some random desert in the middle of nowhere, they're gonna know who Homelander is. Like, in perfect America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is um. Also, we're going to see some shit going on with A-Train I know. In you think there's too, an A-Train right? redemption arc coming in? Oh, no, no. I don't mean like that. Oh, I mean, I, I think, think there that is. Home, Homelander is going to... Re- I mean, maybe. Like, that That absolutely may happen. But I think Homelander is going to be like, yeah, no, I don't want you around anymore because of your bad, shitty heart. You're not, you're not good enough anymore. And, like, maybe that's kind of where it comes from. But, like, one way or another, like, Homelander is not going to be okay with A-Train not being fully healthy yet i feel like something is coming that way either like a year cast out and now a train kind of starts his redemption arc yeah. or he just kind of just like fucking kills him because maybe he fucks up something I just feel I like know. such a double beat with the whole deep thing that they're doing like if they just had another superhero get washed up and cash like cast out and then have to redeem himself like eh. i the deep stuff, I don't think we've talked much about that yet. The deep stuff is really fucking good. It's to... the comic relief, for sure. Right, and, it, like, I'm yeah. still... God, like, I know they're trying to redeem a character that's a shitty sexual assault or rapist, and, like, yeah, that's loaded to me, but fucking Patton Oswald voicing his gills, it's... But I don't think they're trying to redeem him is the problem. He's such a fucking moron. Okay, they're trying to explain him. That's fair. Yeah, I think they're trying to explain him and then continue to have him be the source of comic relief. Like, Mm -hmm. that fucking way. Everyone (laughs) who watched The Boys knew exactly what the fuck was going to happen. When when he beached that whale, everyone was like, oh, Nat's not going to do anything, bro. And then his realization of like, uh, and he like kind of braced himself a little bit. They killed her. They killed Lucy. God, he's still crying over the whale. The seven are showing up. It's his chance to redeem himself. And all he can think about is the whale. The fucking, God, that fucking scene though, when Homelander like gives him shit about his gill showing out through the smallest hair in his vest and just totally wrecks whatever progress he had made (laughs) all the progress that we've seen and that is yep that is being in a toxic toxic environment that is yep it's absolutely perfect like you i don't think they're trying to excuse what he's doing i think they're just fucking they're explaining it and then not necessarily and then like continually tearing yeah they keep making him do stupid shit now he's in a cult and he's like made fun of for being in a cult 
<laughs> and also, by the way, though, there was that line of, oh, watch out for the yeah. religious persecution, which is good going to Stormfront with the whole mm-hmm. Nazi shit. Who knows if that comes back? But it's absolutely Scientology. Like the minute oh, gotcha. that, what's yes. it called? The woman was there and she was like, we view therapy as like destructive. Everyone was like, oh, oh no. Right, yep. so Red we're, flag. We're Scientology, huh? Here we go. <laughs> God, and fucking Eagle, the Cleveland superhero. Yeah. <laughs> I, a quiver only holds so many arrows. That, what is an it's arrow like, you start thinking, like, what are them for? It's like, yeah, it's like arrows against Tech Nines, and you start to think, like, what What am I doing here? And she's, like, nudging him. He's like, ah. Uh, yeah. Nuh-uh. Yeah, and also what, like, um... When when he's trying to compare his plight to the deeps, and he's just like, "Bro, you are like really good at shooting arrows. Like, I, you have fucking gills and shit. I'm fucking amphibious. I was, yeah, I was talking to all the fucking animal, the goldfish. They were for begging their for their lives. I did. This episode did make me realize that in DC Comics, I don't think they ever drew the line as to what Aquaman can talk to and what he can't. Yeah. Like, can I can Aquaman talk to frogs? Ooh, they are they are a go between, right? I don't know. Is it any animal that like breathes water? I don't know. Well, uh, Aquaman can talk to whales, and so can the deep, but they don't breathe water. Mm, that's true. I, that's I think it's point. just anything that is supposed to live in the sea. Mm. So fresh water out then. I don't that. think freshwater's out if he's if he's talking to goldfish. That's true. Goldfish yeah, or fair. freshwater. Mm. So I don't know. The lobsters, I'm imagining. The boys is full of holes. I don't think they're holes. I think that's interesting little right. like <laughs> plot consistencies that you holes. can explore. Holes. Yeah, okay, holes. Um, Why not holes? All right. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm a little nervous for, for Starlight with her uh, respect oh, that yeah. she has for Stormfront. I, I got the feeling my, my uh, what's it called? My snitch meter went way off when she projected onto Starlight that Starlight was being a snitch. I was like, oh boy, mm-hmm. don't trust her. Don't don't say whatever you're about to say. Fuck, man. Mm-hmm. And now that she's a just bona fide, one of the worst people in the entire show. Yeah. Come on, Starlight. You can do this. Um... And cool. I stand by that she's literally the only good person in the entire show. Huey's, <laughs> yeah, Huey, Huey's, Huey's all right. Huey's kind of confused. He's giving away himself. It's the it's the monologue from uh, from Queen Maeve. Give away too much of yourself, you'll eventually just have nothing left. It's Huey, baby. Although he did throw the life preserver, which was such a little. <laughs> yeah. like, come on, Huey. I. What else can he do? I mean, it's just such a pathetic gesture, right? <laughs> now, I think I think that was part of it, though. He's like, I can't do anything. Like, this is literally the only thing I can do, so I'm going to do it. Sure, but like, it was it was definitely sad. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely getting into stray observations territory. Uh, I. <laughs> I kind of love that the guy whose power is regeneration. What was his name? Gecko. He's Gecko. literally just a lab rat because yeah, who yeah. fucking cares if he can get hurt? He, he he just gets better right away. She would. Uh, he would be incredibly valuable as like a human test subject, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it, I wonder how much he gets paid. It doesn't sound like enough if he's doing the the third party S and M bullshit. 
the side hustle. Maybe that's just like for fun. I don't think he enjoyed it. Yeah. So do you think that he, like as part of his superpowers, can't feel no, pain, I think he feels pain? Or is it just that he's had it done so many yeah. times that he just doesn't he's care used to it. I think, yeah. I think he's used to it. Yeah. I think it's like the Wolverine canon mm-hmm. where like you just yeah. get used to the immense amounts of pain and it still hurts, but... You just don't care anymore. Yeah, it's all you can do. And so. also like, yeah, that would be a superpower that like... <laughs> How are you going to fight people with Practical this? application, yeah. I don't know. Maybe you'll save the day. I mean, you kind of already did. Like, the whole the whole Compound V leak. Mm-hmm. And that was that was him, unknowingly. However he got Compound V from that lab, it sure, uh, sure paid off. Yeah. Gecko, unsung hero. I, mm, there's going to be a reveal with that eye patch. Something, something was happening there. His eye was gone. Yeah, he put it still they, they probably growing back. Shampoo on it or something. Well, that's what he said. Some kind of radio thing in there or some shit. I don't know. That, that, that's what I'm predicting at least. That was such a weird thing to not be expanded upon later. I That's my read. I think they were showing... Because like, he says he works at the lab... I think they needed to, like, further dive into, like, yeah, no, this guy just gets all Vought's bullshit tested on him. Okay. That's that's his whole gig. That was the characterization. I don't know. All right. Make you feel slightly bad that Starlight manipulated him. Because he could have died. No. Although, how would you kill him? I, oh, I'm, I'm assuming, like, a thing to the brain and he's out. Yeah. Really? Maybe his brain just doesn't grow back. Why not? Wolverine's doesn't. Yeah, it okay. does. He's not Wolverine. Maybe you drown him. <laughs> I think that's also a Wolverine thing. Don't suffocate him. The, the They tried that in Venezuela. 2007. How'd that go? They're all dead. Covering up plot holes that we thought of Ay. way after the fact. We're pretty deep in this episode without having to get into anything besides the boys, which... Honestly, I'm fine with <laughs> good a lot shit. Of stuff. I really, I really like this season. Mm-hmm. I thought it's been very consistent in terms of quality, and I really love. I mean, come on, everyone likes Gus Fring. Like, yeah, yeah. Giancarlo Esposito just being Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, I, I kind of expected an overweight man because, like, you know, Homelander was talking about how his his arteries and everything were really clogged up, so. And he was about to kick the bucket. Maybe just everyone else to Homelander is like super unhealthy and shitty and falling apart. I... Deep certainly is with all of his junk food consumption. Yeah. They haven't like I kind of thought that like maybe in this season they'd have him getting fat, but so far he's still shredded. I think I mean, he's a superhero. We don't even know if I know. it's possible. Their their biology might just be different yeah. the only fat superhero we've seen was uh the doppelganger from season one i think every single other one has been stereotypically fit and i i think that was i think that was just a body that the doppelganger took on yeah i don't think that was their uh, actual no. Can, i actually did some research Can oh. I no uh doppelganger is a um gender fluid superhero who's just kind of 
morphs into anything, but that's their canonical look is the um, oh. the overweight huh. person. Alright. Okay. So yeah. Um I I don't know. I think it'd be a little too on the nose for the deep to put on depression weight for this series. A uh, little little too well Marvel did that already. So Yeah, yeah. that's true with Thor already. Um It is great though, he's <laughs> ordering a pizza. <laughs> How's ordering a pizza gonna fix anything? You don't know that it won't. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of hope that Homelander's uniform is a muscle suit, though. He's just—he doesn't have any kind of physique under that. He's just like—I I don't know, dad bod, maybe. <laughs> kind of weird. I think it'd be appropriate. How much of him is a facade? I mean, it's not. He can back up everything. <laughs> well, yeah, but he doesn't have to be ripped. Sure. But when he says, I'll laser every fucking one of you, do you deny that he, he absolutely would laser every fucking one of you? Yeah, like, but he, he'll back up he, all the things that he represents. He doesn't really need to have the six pack sticking out through his uniform to laser every one of them. I disagree. <laughs> That's important. Conceded. Okay. Attractive people, they don't, they're not like us. <laughs> if there was an unattractive superhero, I mean, for all we know, Doppelganger. Maybe Doppelganger is the coolest, coolest dude ever. I don't know. For all we know, Black Noir. Yeah, we don't know what Black Noir looks like. Black Noir got badly burned in the Naseeb, Naqib uh, explosion, so who knows? Did he heal? Maybe, we don't know. Not a lot, mm-hmm. not, not a lot of depth there. Yeah. Does it matter? He might not have. He might not have anything underneath that suit. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking. What's it called? We were just talking about them, Lord of the Rings. Fucking. Uh, I, wow! I can't believe I can't remember this Lord of the Rings thing. <laughs> oh well. Disappointed. Disappointed. Disappointment. Um. God, I think that's about it for the boys. Ring wraith. He's a ring wraith. Ring wraith. Uh, Nazgul. Yes. Anyway. Cool. Do we want to circle back in the news? Might have to do a expedited version, considering we're yeah. already 50 minutes Give us in, a spark right? notes, Lucas. Ahem, news of the week. Um, hey, guys. Like, the young people don't want to play Halo. They just want to drink Halo-branded Monster Energy cans, right? Sure. Yeah. Cool. Because you can do that now and fucking bank XP for whenever the fuck Halo Infinite comes out. 2022, maybe. That's the funniest thing. Like, the XP is absolutely going to become a currency now that people are going to be able to stockpile it before before Halo comes out. Yeah. This is gonna be so fucking funny. Call of Duty People did this too, I think, right? Back in the day. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, about but right. it, but it it was always while it was like already out. Mm. So oh. it would it would be like I forget if it was Monster Energy Drink or Mountain Dew or both, but it's like oh you you know put in this code and it gives you five thousand XP or you get like a double XP weekend you know sh- shit like that. But Halo, we don't know when Halo Infinite's gonna be coming out. People are just gonna be chugging chugging some monster piling up millions and millions of xp points so that as soon as halo comes out they just 
unlock everything at once. Well, I think it's They're double XP. They're selling though. that shit. It's not like actual XP. They just they they would get double XP time or whatever. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's what it says. Bank thirty minute double XP boosts. Oh, so fuck. I'll just be able to play on double XP for like a year. Ever, Lucas. Your headline was misleading. Wow. Read the article, Andrew. Do the work. No. <laughs> Put the work in. <laughs> no. Um. Speaking of Microsoft, I don't fucking know. Uh, they announced the Xbox Series X. S. X. S. Yeah. S. Very important. X. S. The Xbox Series accidentally. The Xbox Series Snake. Slippery snake. Don't step on the Xbox Series snake. <laughs> no step on snake. I specifically requested the opposite of this. <laughs> oh, I know they can't, but they should just delay the next generation consoles. This is fucking exhausting. Now, why didn't they just fucking announce it? It's, I don't it, know. it's basically confirmed to come out in November, right? So what the fuck? Yeah. It, and I, and like it, PlayStation's it, doing a digital only version, so Right. Yeah, but the the Xbox Series S isn't just like the no digital version. It's like a scaled down version. You think? I mean that 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 is what it is confirmed. I mean it's not confirmed because it's not announced. Right. But they just, they sound like it's just a it's cheaper because it's digital only. Is what I've seen. Also, design is cheaper again. Fucking horrible naming conventions like. Parents are going to know the difference between an Xbox One S and an Xbox Series S. Like, this is... Yeah. <sighs> Maybe that's the point. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Get parents to buy the wrong one, then their kids yell at them, and they don't... No, they go, they have to go buy the one. fucking other one to get them to shut the hell up. Your parents don't love you, but Microsoft loves you. They know the different video games. Yeah. Everyone's got, like, a outdated sports video game from their grandparents like, yeah. i just don't know what to say does your dad not have a poster of master chief up in his room we can relate i believe his name is halo guy it's true canonically halo guy. on voluntary viewing he will only ever be referred to as halo guy halo guy tell me i'm wrong tell me he's not just halo guy um there was a surprise Nintendo Direct for Mario's 35th birthday. Though I think the canonical age of that character is like 26 or something, which I... Whatever. Um, A lot of stuff was announced. Biggest one. Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which will have Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy. I pre-ordered a copy because it's only available until March 31st, 2021. Gotta drive some urgency, get people to buy that shit right away. I, they know, Nintendo knows they don't have to do fake scarcity when a lot of their shit is just hard to buy, period, right? Ah, whatever. Um... Super Mario Bros. is getting a Tetris 99-style Battle Royale mode, new Mario Kart that uses remote-controlled cars, a camera, and AR so you can play it on your Switch, a Switch port of Super Mario 3D World with something called Bowser's Fury, 
a digital version of Super Mario All-Stars. Uh, actually, it's pronounced Bowser's Furry. Bowser's a furry? Good for him. Bowser's Furry, yes. I mean, you would think he'd be a scaly because, you know, turtle, but okay, good for him. No, why would he be? A, he, if he already is covered in scales, why would his scale sona just be him? I I had not considered He's that. He's trying to be something different, Lucas. You know what? I guess I guess it's not a kink if it's just his default. So okay, good for Bowser. Uh, digital version of Super Mario All Stars, and then some Mario action figures, Black Milk clothing line, and surprisingly good-looking Puma kicks. I doubt that. They're okay. They're fun. You can pull them off, but they're fun. That's fair. Mm. Uh, what else do we got in news? Uh, Lab Zero, development studio behind popular Skullgirls fighting game, laid off its uh, entire staff following a large number of employees quitting due to uh, the founder, Mike Zamot's uh, long-running sexual harassment allegation. Well, not long-running. He had been doing it for a while, but the allegations just came out recently, so... Yeah. Um, and then I think the weirdest one of the bunch is that G4 put out a call to fill hosting positions, but it's concerningly vague and, like, really weird. It's like a character that seems like has not aged well since G4 was a thing in the early aughts. Just like calling people to apply for a job that there are very little details about. It's a strange thing. I don't know if either of you have seen any of this. No, not really. No. It's weird. It's weird and dumb. Hot take. Uh, also, the Are only applying. Oh God, no! People, people who have like actually worked in video games and like video editing are applying to this. Uh, is, is that, is that you? where they put an announcement out on Twitter? Also, yeah, that's you. Yeah. Do you think you've not like worked in video games and video editing? I mean, I don't know if I. I don't. Mm, well. Fuck. If Andrew can apply for a job with the Green Bay Packers that he has zero qualifications for. Well, okay, anybody anybody can literally apply for any job. Yeah, I, don't don't use that as an ex- If you're trying to get him to apply, don't use that as an example because I wasn't even considered. Yeah, but I'm using it as an example of like, you did it. So Lucas should do it because what's the worst that could happen? Unless he doesn't want to do it. Do you want to do it, Lucas? I mean... Fucking, if I could do basically this but get paid a decent wage for it, hell yeah, I would do it. Hell yeah, I'd do more than this. I'd definitely be a host for like a video game channel, but I I don't know if I would make the cut when it's like IGN and Kotaku alum applying to this. And also, we don't fucking know how much this gig pays, if it is paid even. Like, and that's a part of the weirdness of it all. I mean, that I think you should apply after, uh, like during the interview process, is usually yeah. when they talk about salary. All right. And if none of that shit's good enough, then then you get to tell G four no. <laughs> cool. 
It's not like once you've applied, they're like, yeah, we have accepted you. Okay, now you have to quit your job. It's, a, it's legally mandated. You work here now. What are your benefits like? Oh, none? Awesome. Um, And then, I know you guys don't care about this, but I just have to speak it into the world. Uh, Compared to everything else (laughs) on this list. I thought we might talk about Mario. I don't know. I got my hopes up. Uh, Shenmue, the video game series, is getting an anime somehow. Yeah, what the fuck is that gonna be? I, yeah. Isn't the video Why? game already an anime? Con- like, that- yeah. Like it's you- already like not really even a video game. Yeah, it's kind of already like a, a visual novel with an anime art style, it- so Yeah, but now you don't get to actually press the buttons. Yeah. It's just or the maybe same I should thing. say maybe I should say you don't have get- to press the sure. buttons. Okay. It's so like on YouTube just- where they have those like, you know, they turn video games into movies by including all the relevant cutscenes mm-hmm. and like the gameplay that you need to understand the context. Like, it's literally just that. It was Shenmue. Oh, yeah. To be fair, Shenmue, open world video game, largely populated by a series of mini games and then uh, a fighting game, which is how you actually progress in that game. But it is very anime stilted. I it. It's also bad. Like, nobody liked the most recent game that came out and... But I mean, there is like I just Google our YouTube Shenmue Three the movie, and yeah, there's a couple of like you know six hour versions of the game just with all the relevant information on a YouTube video, and you can just watch it that's, as an mm, anime. That's so many games now that, but okay, I, no, I that's see what I'm, I agree with yeah. you. But when it's even in an anime art style and everything, like it's kind of feels like you're literally there already. Mm-hmm. Pe- people could just watch one of these bad boys. And it'd probably be more faithful to the source material. So, um, I know we're running on time a little bit. Do we want to talk about any of the stuff in the meme corner, or have we decided it's not it's not worthwhile? It's not my stuff, Andrew. How badly do you want to talk about Osama bin Laden's niece? I mean, I don't think we need to talk about it. I just. <laughs> I just think it's funny that Osama bin Laden's niece is a big mega head and says that Trump is the one that will prevent the next 9-11. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> that's funny, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Trump supporters actively bending over backwards in the replies saying, like, Yeah, and they're like, he's, well, he's prevented it so far. Uh, <laughs> it's uh. like, Wait, what? <laughs> is that really the bar? Like, if there was no 9-11s, under your administration, then you're nailing Also, it. there have absolutely been, like, like world-shattering disasters under Trump. Like, I, we're living in it. <laughs> I, I think we're talking about literal 9-11s. Like, like an actual terrorist attack. Yeah, that, an actual terrorist attack that kills thousands of Americans, in which there is one, maybe two presidents, depending on how you look at Pearl Harbor. Like, mm. A, so. a, a once in a generation a terrorist attack on the U.S. has not happened in the f- three and a half year window where Trump has been president so far. Yeah, clearing that low bar. James Buchanan is a good president because there was no yep. 9/11s under his watch. 
Also, a 9-11 happened under Bush, and we decided, yeah. yep, another four years, more of this. A lot of, a lot of those people definitely voted for Bush, <laughs> who actively did not prevent a 9-11 from happening. Yeah, no, no, his administration was absolutely warned that it might happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know how to think of that one. And then isn't Obama a good president then? <laughs> he went eight full years without a single 9-11. That's crazy. It's practically a decade. Yeah, but four people died in Benghazi, and that's just as bad. Yeah, four people di- died in Benghazi, none of which were active duty military. So therefore, this is the worst thing ever, and Democrats hate the troops. That's worse than 69-11's worth of people dying under Trump to preventable causes. Yeah. On a lighter note, Pokemon Master Sex. This was not a thing, Lucas. This was a thing. This was a thing no, on it Monday. Wasn't. This is going to be a, a 10 out of 10 meme for our next memes of the decade. Oh my from god. Lucas, where he just ruins the hey entire Hey guys, scale. remember posty- Pokemon Master Sex? Hashtag? On Know Your Meme, it has 14,000 views. The entire internet has only looked at this 14,000 times. <laughs> the good internet. <laughs> the internet that I'm All, on. 8,000 of those views are Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> I kept reloading fucking, the page to see if there's new information. This is the fucking uh, Peach Bowser thing, whatever the fuck that was. Bowser! Yeah. Um... Oh, also, I'm sorry. We skipped a news item I forgot to add. Uh, Tigtone, season two, coming out September 13th. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Can check that out, Andrew? No. No. I only have so much uh, Lucas interest to give. Damn. You got your limit? Yep. Chainsaw Man was very good this week. <laughs> Going into the breakout. The silence is deafening. <laughs> uh, you guys pretty much just uh, putting the free time into the boys, or are you looking at any other stuff? Um, Yeah, pretty much just the boys, I think. Okay. Yeah. Media, over the last few days, and since I did the rewatch and everything. Yeah, that's fair. So yep, the boys was, you know, the weekend for me, and then fantasy football, preparing for that shit. Yeah. Oh. Done a few mock drafts there. Excited, we're six, seven, and eight this year. We, we were Here we first, go. second, and third last year. So can't wait for you guys draft. to take my targets because that's just how it's going to go. <laughs> I've got four targets for my sixth pick, and in I think at this point, 15 out of 18 mock drafts, I've been able to actually get two of them with the turn. So, mm. if y'all motherfuckers, <laughs> I've get, got get the other I've three. Got a, I've got a lot of guys for you know pick uh, eight and pick nine. I've got like five or six dudes that I'm really struggling with how I actually rank them because mm-hmm. I I think most of them will be available, but. Yeah. Who knows? A little inside I mean, fantasy. How's uh, how are you looking for Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Mm. 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 Dish, Andrew. No. How are you feeling? 
It's a rookie running back who's looking to be a bell cow, but, you know, with training camp being thrown off. Ooh. Yeah, we don't really know what he looks like, what and we don't know if the team is going to sign a veteran back at some point. You can see Andy oh, Reid doing that. Now. No. But I can also see. They're not going to sign a that. veteran running back on Monday when they play Thursday. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I really don't know how I view Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I mean, I think he's that, projected to go to you. He's like ninth ADP. Yeah, so. I, I know, I know. That's he's one of the guys that I struggle with. Like, he he's a guy that has so much hype around him. It's like hard not to view him highly. But it's also like, God, I really don't fucking know what this guy's gonna do. I don't know. I think I might let him slide. Damn. Well, there you go, Lucas. Potentially yours for the taken. I thought I drafted before Andrew. Yeah, but then at the did time, you also uh, pick uh, after me? Also, I have two in a row. And it's, and it's also one of those things where if it's like, if there's a guy that, you know, goes earlier than I expect him to in the first round, that means someone else that I view higher is falling. Or not necessarily that I view higher, but like someone else higher up. So all I have to do is, you know, wait for, you know, Zeke to fall to me at yeah. eight. And then, uh, here, then I'm here's golden. A, here's a hint, Andrew. Zeke ain't getting to you. Mm. He's, he's not going through me, literally no matter what happens. A meteor could strike Fine. Burbank. Saquon. <laughs> yeah, no. None, none of the top four uh, backs are getting through me. I can promise you that much if they somehow manage to slip to six. Yeah, it's... I guess, yeah, no, wait, I take it back, Andrew. Zeke could fall to you if Christian McCaffrey falls to me. Yeah. (laughs) That's the only way. Then he he just has to get through Lucas. Because for me, he's number two. I I put him above Saquon, so I would be, uh, yeah. I I would, I guess, take Christian McCaffrey, and that's literally it. I have done zero practice drafts so far, and I'm feeling pretty confident. I know. Guys, I join half the league. I asked Lucas what his strategy was a little bit earlier. He's like, pick the best player available. I'm like, you, oh. you guys, two of the eight guys in our league are fucking chumps, and basic strategy has gotten me into the playoffs seventy five percent of the time. I, I think you guys might be overthinking this. Well, so imagine if you did put in that effort, Lucas. You might be. You know, that was, championship. I think I'm hitting that diminishing was returns almost immediately. Who's, who's I, comfortable I made it just to making the, the playoffs, you know? I made it to the finals two years in a row, and then I tried. <laughs> <laughs> what? Andrew, no. Well, no okay, no, I was, I was trying very hard, like, all those other times. But then last year, I decided to just go off the deep end. <laughs> so all you have to do is sacrifice literally all of your free time, Lucas. Or I'm sorry, I think you mean all the time where you don't want to be working while you're at your office yes <laughs> that's free time but now you're not yeah. at an office andrew oh god position of weakness just, th- just thousands of mock drafts yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh i'm excited coming in tomorrow yeah, it should I be fine both of your money right uh oh Maybe no let me send that to you uh would we agree on again 10 or 10 or 20 10, 10? Yeah. 10? okay i sent you mine this is this is great podcast convo. Just yeah. business transactions. <laughs> yeah, what uh what uh emoji are you putting on that Venmo? <laughs> uh, 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 uh eggplant. There you go. Yeah, classic. Oh, cuz then they'll think it's for dick. Yeah. Yeah. Classic Venmo. Da, oh da, 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 my da, God. That's Venmo. <laughs> 
They'll think I... <laughs> Bro, they'll think I paid you for sex. That's Venmo. Oh my god, it's so original. It's a prank. Don't you get it? They think I'm a hooker. And that you're gay. Uh... And that we had sex in exchange for monies. Exchange for monetary compensation. We broke the law. And bragging about it. On a podcast. I got a little notification in the bottom right-hand corner of my computer because I have it hooked up to my phone. Hey. Lucas paid you $10, eggplant. (laughs) (laughs) Four lines later, followed by a football. There is a little football at the very bottom. But I wasn't sure if it was from your message because immediately following the football, it says, you know, I have $40 in your Venmo account. I I, I wanted still missing three people's dues. I wanted to make sure I had some plausible deniability in case, you know, this went to a place. Ooh, can we go to someone's house and crack their kneecaps in a pandemic? Is that not safe? (laughs) That's not safe, is it? I mean, as long as it's through a glory hole. Damn. <laughs> <Ew. laughs> um, How do you crack someone's kneecap through a glory hole? I mean, they have to cooperate. And, is there oh, like an God. ATM around here? Or... <laughs> you can crack some sort of kneecap. Um. So you guys know how a while ago we were talking about how it was kind of weird that Justin Roiland was being described as the sole creator of Rick and Morty, even though Dan Harmon was, you know, the reason a lot of people checked out that show in the first place. Yeah. I watched all of Solar Opposites finally, and I now realize Dan Harmon is doing a lot of the heavy lifting on that show. Oh, is, is Solar Opposites just Dan Harmon? Uh, no, just, so Solar Opposites... Justin Roiland. Yes. The opposite. Oh, okay. Uh, and, yeah, with just Justin Roiland. And there was another co-creator on it. His name escapes me, though. Not a part of the Rick and Morty team, from my understanding, though. It's worse Rick and Morty. Like, I know I that mean, was... Basically, kind of- anything, anything to do with story structure, anything to do with, like, you know, overarching plots that, like, mm-hmm. track throughout the episode, A plot, B plot, blah, 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 blah. That's Dan Harmon. Or anything to do with like wacky characters, wacky situations, like interesting voices, stuff like that. That's Justin Roiland. Like it's a, it's a partnership for sure. Right. But yeah. If you appreciate Rick and Morty more for like interesting story structures and like you know like Gen- things coming back, like actions having consequences, stuff like that, then yeah, you're probably gonna prefer Dan Harmon's work to Justin Roiland's. If you just think that like Mr. Meeseeks, look well. at me, that's like the best thing ever, then yeah, you probably prefer Justin Roiland. I it. I, it, the the Chad Dan Harmon viewer versus the Virgin Justin Roiland viewer. Yeah, the copy pasta is absolutely a Dan Harmon viewer. <laughs> the the whole it takes a very high IQ to watch Rick and Morty. Yeah, that's that's a Dan Harmon fan. I, it it's I I don't know. I like I'm hesitant to say Solar Opposites is bad, but it's also kind of. What if sci-fi tropes were dirty, kind of? Like, kind of. Yeah. Or just they don't they don't sell out. <sighs> is it Hulu? Like a Hulu thing that they don't want to 
let Justin Roiling go full crazy mode? No, they let Justin Roiling go full crazy mode. And in fact, there are several in-show uni- in jokes about how shitty Hulu is. Ah. Uh, okay. But like, it's... Justin Roiland is Stormfront. <laughs> Confirmed. Oh my god. It's his brand. It it felt very surface level. And like, yeah, I guess I am watching Rick and Morty for the Dan Harmon shit because there aren't any really fucking harsh looks at the human condition in Solar Opposites that there are in Rick and Morty. And that's what I appreciate about Rick and Morty, apparently. And I don't know if anything I can say that watching Solar Opposites helped me figure out really what I like about Rick and Morty. Hmm. You can talk about those themes more. Yeah. And not to say that Solar Opposites doesn't have themes, but that, that that's not what they're trying to do here. They're not... <sighs> there is less of the creators on the table in Solar Opposites than what I think there is in Rick and Morty. I... I think I'm now confident saying that Rick as a character is very much Dan Harmon kind of working out a lot of his issues in the public in that character. There you go. It, and again, not bad. Perfectly fine B, B- minus television, but it, I, it, it's weird. It, it's the fucking RC Cola to Rick and Morty's Coca-Cola. That's all I got. Here you go. Nah. Uh, actually, RC is a very underappreciated brand of cola. Jesus. Andrew, do you have a liter of RC Cola somewhere in your apartment? No, I'm, I'm kidding. R- RC fucking sucks. Okay. I've had RC. It's not it, right? aggressive bad. It's just whatever it's it's the fresca of cola <laughs> i don't i don't agree i think it's fine it tastes like cola whatever it doesn't taste good i'd much rather have any na- name brand cola but like if that's rc is cola, a name brand R, R, no, it's, it's not like beating up the little brand like no it RC is, is absolutely, absolutely like na- a generic brand no it is not rc is a name brand cola i disagree I don't know what it's the not beating up on the little guy like that. It is it is a fucking name brand cola. I don't agree. I mean, I don't know what the definition of name brand is apparently, but I, no, I mean, no, it's like generic. It's like Kirkland vodka and shit. Like it's a generic yeah. brand. Just because it has a name doesn't make it a name brand in my eyes. No, but like RC Cola is not owned by like some other company that has nothing to do with cola. It's not like some grocery stores cola. I, well, RC Cola is absolutely owned by a company. I don't. Well, know what yeah, it no, is. all all companies are owned by companies, but I'm not. No, not I'm saying like it's here. it's not like the Kirkland brand cola. It's not run by, you know, a grocery store or a convenience store or anything like that. It's like Coca Cola or Pepsi. It's not. Though. It's just shitty. First of all, R- those. RC Cola is owned by Dr Pepper Snapple Group, which. Holy fuck! Original name there, guys. Um, I how did yeah, Snapple th- get the pull to get half the name? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, fucking, you got Dr Pepper and and apparently like Keurig and a bunch of other companies, and they give it to Snapple as like the the number two brand. On Snapple that See, was it's, big it's, in the nineties. It's part of like a larger drink corporation. It's not. 
it's not just some butt fuck who cares soda. It is it's, though. It's exactly a butt fuck who cares soda. Andrew, because, because it's because, bad. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. But it's that's the part Plymouth of, makes, of soda. Yeah, that's what makes something like generic brand versus name brand. Sometimes I agree with you that yeah, sometimes it's just like the grocery store's brand of whatever. But sometimes yeah, it's that's because my it's definition bad. of generic. It's like I, Hydrox versus Oreos. Like I wouldn't call Hydrox a name brand. What the hell is Hydrox? The original Oreos. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Hydrox invented Oreos and then Oreos made better Oreos. And uh, Hydrox became shitty ass name brand or uh, generic brand Oreos. Probably because it sounds like something you would rub in an yeah, open wound. Right? It sounds like fucking laundry detergent or something. Andrew, would you say Sundrop is a name brand soda? Yes. No. <laughs> yes. You're insane. <laughs> it is absolutely a name brand soda. So if Great Value put out a soda, does that then become a name brand soda? No, that would be a generic soda. It has a name though. I don't I don't think any of us agree on what generic is versus name brand. I where did this start? I don't know how we got here anymore. What time is it? Where am I? Um, it is approximately 9.30. On okay. September 6th, on the 111th episode of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, brought to you all Ooh. by our sponsors, Quarantine Cast. Name brand. A product that is made by a well-known company. See, I think that kind of goes towards my okay, definition. Yeah. It has to be like a popular product. It has to be like a competitor. It, just because it's not made by like the grocery store. RC Cola is part no, of it is Dr. Not. Pepper Snap. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper Snapple is, but group. not RC Cola. But it, but that is the company that makes it. That is no a RC Cola company. is a company of its own that then is owned by Dr Pepper Snapple as an umbrella company. So if RC Cola is making the soda and RC Cola is not very well known because it's shitty. is Mountain is Mountain Dew a name brand or is it generic? Yes. yes. What? Yeah, it's owned by Pepsi. Well, yeah, you're not understanding my point. So yeah, no, I'm saying that like RC Cola is a name brand in the same way that Mountain Dew no. is. RC Cola is a company. Yes. Yeah, Mountain Dew is also a company. Yes, and Mountain Dew is a well-known company. RC Cola is not. That's what I'm saying. It's clearly well-known. We're talking about it. <laughs> no, we're talking about how shitty it is and how no one drinks it. Yeah, You started this conversation out by saying it was good. I did not say it was good. Hold on. It was a I said it was cola. Soda. It's not bad. Like if you're Especially put... as like a mixer. Like if you're just mixing it like a Jack and Coke or whatever. Yes. It's fine. I have drunk That's what I'm saying. a lot it is of not good. RC Colas and rum in bars. Like, it is yeah. fine for that. Totally passable for that purpose. But no, it is not good. It is objectively not good. Mm-mm. Exactly. Exactly. That's my point. <laughs> That's what I said. The whole, I start, this argument started because I said RC Cola sucks. And you're like, yeah, it's you not it's, that bad. And then you now you're like, it is bad. not good. It's objectively not good. <laughs> you says it sucks and it's bad. I'm saying it's not good. It's passable. That was my original argument. And then it went into name brand versus generic brand. And now we're, we're, wrapped, we're wrapped back around to the original we statement. Are, we got ourselves a fucking Ouroboros situation going on here. It's always got to end in an Ouroboros. 
whatever the fuck. But yeah, I maintain RC Cola, not a not a well known brand. Therefore, RC Cola fucking sucks at being a brand of cola, and is generic. That being said, Dr. Pepper Snapple Group, if you want to pay us to promote <laughs> RC Cola, we will gladly do so. No, I I veto this. <laughs> Damn it! Absolutely not. So, you know, I, I want to take this out on a tangent real quick. Okay. Uh, so, an argument that I had with my mom this morning mm. about Pepsi. Uh, have you guys ever heard of Pepsi Max? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And have you ever heard of Pepsi Zero Sugar? Yeah. Sure. Are you aware that they are the same thing? What? I was. Yeah. What? Uh, Pepsi. So. When I when I heard that Pepsi Max rebranded as Pepsi Zero Sugar and that it, it didn't change its formula, it is the same soda, it just changed its you know branding, that happens. I assumed that that meant that my understanding of Pepsi Max being Pepsi but with more caffeine was incorrect and that it had always just been zero sugar and that it was some sort of play on like maximum flavor even though no sugar, you know, blah, 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 that type of thing. Turns out Pepsi Zero Sugar is still just Pepsi Max, which has twice the caffeine as regular Pepsi. And ginseng. And I it remember all, that being it, a big part of it. And it always... Yeah, no, that, that was the thing. Pepsi Max was Pepsi without sugar, but also ginseng. So it had twice as much caffeine, but zero sugar. And it never advertised itself as having zero sugar. And Pepsi Zero Sugar never advertised itself as having more caffeine. Yeah. Well, I think, a, um, what's it called? Like Dr. Pepper. No, no, no. I think it's actually Coke. Coke and Diet Coke. Diet Coke has like 50% more caffeine. Like, I think it might just be a thing with diet sodas huh. that they, they have more caffeine in them. It, and I, I think I remember that too. But like, that seems like something you would want to let somebody know that like, hey, yeah, this soda has twice the fucking caffeine. <laughs> Does, You're drinking fucking poison like right as well. You're aware that this isn't healthy. We're not going to put a bunch of disclaimers on this shit. And, like, maybe, at the very least, heavily correlated with not being great for uh, developing brains. <laughs> I mean, at the, like, sugar isn't great yeah. for developing brains. Um, my my mom drinks so much fucking Pepsi Zero oh, Sugar. Oh, yeah, no, you've got it. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, if there's no sugar in it, I'm like, Mom, oh, <laughs> look at all this goddamn caffeine. I, also, and- it's... It's not like aspartame's good for you. Yeah, aspartame's still are, bad. Mm-hmm. The, the long-term effects of artificial sweeteners are absolutely not established. Like every every time we get a long-term study on an artificial sweetener, it ends up being bad. So then they move on to a different artificial sweetener that doesn't have a long-term study published on it. Like literally, if you look at all the early sweeteners that are no longer in use, long-term studies came out showing that they promoted like cancer growth and oh. then they would just move on to a new one that hadn't had a long-term study done on it yet so they're not they're not moving on to more healthy ones they're just they're shifting just to ones on to that more they can have, unproven ones yeah they can have plausible deniability that like we didn't know it caused cancer <laughs> i so what i want to know is does the death of pepsi max mean we are officially out of the attitude era of sodas <laughs> That's what it was, right? Like Pepsi Max is fucking fucking radical, man. It's that in Pepsi- your face, motherfucker. <laughs> this is what you're drinking when you're playing Call of Duty with the boy. Pepsi Zero Wham! Sugar, though. 
that drink what? some fucking shit, you fucking bitch. <laughs> no one's going hard drinking Pepsi Zero Sugar. Come on. Yeah, kid, I mean, hey, they they had to rebrand. It wasn't going to get the kids. Kids don't drink soda anymore. They just drink White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> fucking 14-year-olds. <laughs> just having, cracking open some Trulies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Truly, it's the one where they're trying to say there's like vitamins and shit. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's Vizzy. Oh, okay. oh no, well, I, I completely Viz- lost track. No, no, no. Vizzy has my favorite commercials of all time <laughs> because their whole shtick, the entire commercial is these two things are exactly the same except one of them. <laughs> Yeah. vitamin c in it it's just like two random like any objects like two fucking people and it's like they're exactly the same but the one on the right has more vitamin c wouldn't you choose that one their whole thing is all fucking like seltzer is the same but we have vitamins in our <laughs> shit <laughs> Worked for vitamin i fucking water. love that fucking worked for vitamin water man yeah, it's water with vitamins. <laughs> Except for it's not. It's also full of like yeah. a bunch of sugar and bullshit. Is it, God, has anybody made a movie or anything about the apparently fucking cutthroat world of U.S. beverage markets? It's dark waters, but with soda. <laughs> <laughs> dark sodas. They don't know what they're putting in their bodies. <laughs> They do. The little girl riding down the street, smiling with the rotted teeth, except it's from fucking Pepsi Max and not poison water. Oh, so accurate? Yeah. <laughs> Actually reflecting? Yeah, no, that's society. what I mean. Uh, it's just a fucking Super Size Me documentary, but not made by a piece of shit. Yeah. Wait, Morgan, Morgan Spurlock? What, what did he do? Oh, yeah. But he oh. got me too pretty hard. Oh, okay, that track. I was accused of just like general journalistic neglect. Ah, uh, like a bunch of people tried to basically recreate Super Size Me and couldn't do it, <laughs> so they were like, mm. <laughs> I mean, "We're not saying you're wrong. Like, obviously McDonald's is unhealthy, but like the effects that you're reporting are ridiculously exaggerated. Like, we couldn't even come close in all of these actual scientific studies." My my favorite onion article headline of all time is like scientists and nutritionists across the globe forced to admit that you can eat hot dogs for every meal and live like that for pretty much decades (laughs) (laughs) it's potatoes if you eat potatoes including the skins all you need is like you could either butter them or just like drink milk with them and that's you could that's a food you could live off of in perpetuity in theory they don't recommend it, but you can do it. <laughs> yeah. You get you get everything covered. They're, they have a high enough caloric intake. You'll be okay. You, you, may, maybe you could probably do better, but you'll you'll be okay. Oh no, yeah, you could live for decades. You wouldn't be the healthiest person on planet Earth, but literally, like, even if you're just talking for like a year, you could just buy sacks of potatoes and like butter in bulk and just. Hey, if Matt Damon can do it, <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> exactly. I think that might have been part of the reason they chose that food. Hashtag high starch diet. And potatoes are fucking delicious, man. Right? God, so much you can do with that shit, too. They're so good. Mm. I bought tater tots last time I was uh, grocery shopping. This time I bought some fucking extra crispy crinkle cut fries. Yeah. Just killing for some potato, man. 
the best. Why why are you putting this on me in the midst of my low carb September? Why are you doing this to me? Because low carbs are kind of a fad diet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily associated yeah. with positive if you, health benefits. If I find out that you are like actually going for keto, I will hold an <laughs> intervention, Lucas. I know I know I'm not allowed to like pretend to be a nutritionist on this podcast, but like if you try to do keto, I will hold you hostage. It's so bad. Cape men. I don't Wait, uh, is keto different than I, the paleo diet? Yes. Uh, what what is keto? What are the tenets of keto? So, keto started because uh keto like ketoacidosis is a state in your body. I'm not like super well versed in like the actual chemical process, but it was originally designed to help people with certain neurological processes. And it involves eating like a really low carb kind of high fat diet, um, lots of protein and like people, with certain neurological issues, like it, it helped their you know brain function, like help keep them healthy. Like they couldn't process certain foods. So people are like, oh, that's something some other group of people is doing. I should do that too. Mm. So it involves eating like, like cutting out carbs as much as possible. Like no fruit, very few vegetables, absolutely no breads and starches and, you know, all that kind of shit. Uh, lots of meat, lots of protein, that sort of shit. And they're like, and you just do that and you will lose weight. And a lot of people do lose weight. It's not good for you. But What's the diet that, uh, what's his nuts daughter put him on? Um, oh, um. Uh, Joff Peterson. Uh, yeah. Jordan Peterson. Jordan, Jordan Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, his daughter put him on that diet and almost killed him. I felt like they kind of covered it up that it almost killed him. I, isn't Jordan Peterson still kind of circling the drain? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, he still seems very unhealthy, but... Like for a while there, like he went on Joe Rogan's podcast. I mean, he was in he was in a coma. Days. He yeah, he went into a coma. coma. Mm. Yeah, he literally like days after he had said, "Yeah, I haven't slept for like three days." <laughs> Crazy. Like he went into a coma and almost died in a hospital. I mean, he was he was also doing tons of like stimulants as like part of the diet. He was doing a bunch of like ADHD meds. I um, so he eats. Okay. I'm trying to find out what the I thought we left is. this behind. It's just it's just meat. Uh no fruits, no vegetables. You can have beef 3 times a day and wash it down to sparkling water. You can uh fry it or roast it with some salt, but you can just eat beef. That that's that's the diet that uh Jordan Peterson's daughter is forcing him to partake in. He's like it cured my depression. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I, too, would get over my depression if I were on the knife's edge and realized I wanted to live. I it, I thought we left this behind in the 20th century of people of note dying from just fucking Dumb bad diets. shit. Yeah. Why? We're dumber now than we were then in a lot of ways. That's fair. And these people are rich. They think they can do anything that they want because for the most part, they can. Yeah, I was going to say they kind of can is why. Like, he's still alive. And there's not really much evidence that he won't make a full recovery eventually. Like, And he's probably going to keep doing this shit. Yeah. You might not face consequences. Ugh. All right. I, yeah, I've had time diaries open for the past, like, five minutes. Yeah, that was that was fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think that was fun. 
killer. Thank you all so much for listening to the 111th episode of Voluntary Viewing. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Email us your questions, voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Reading those on the daily episodes of the Quarantine Cast, the podcast that sponsors this podcast. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter for updates at V2 underscore podcast. Uh, if you are financially able, please support us on Patreon and join the terrific likes of Tiffany Cole, Sucky Badger, and Sensual Richard Nixon. Uh, also, be sure to check out the Act Blue link in the description of this episode. If you make a donation there, it will go help a collection of great causes. And follow me, Lucas DeRider, on Twitter, because why not? not gonna hurt anything that yep i just said that and now immediately regret that that no negative impact on your life maybe even the positive all right if either of you are still recording what 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 are we ending this on oh boy neither of them are recording okay good night everybody thank you for listening